You're listening to a live yoga class taped at the Three Dog Yoga Studios in Santa Rosa, California. Grab your mat. Let's get started. Not even 20 minutes. We can't have beer, I guess. All right, we'll start in child's pose. You're podcasting tonight. This will be on the web tomorrow. If you want to do it again, you probably won't. Somebody out there will. Don't worry, the podcast machine does not pick up your groaning. Only mine. Start with taking deep breath in and out through your nose. You can begin to practice ujjayi breath here. Just drawing a breath in through your throat, letting it expand your rib cage, and pressing your breath out again. You keep your belly drawn in. So Uddiyana Bandha is uh, drawing in of your belly about three fingers distance below your navel. It's going to stay with you the whole practice, or realistically until you forget about it. And then you'll bring it back. If you notice you've forgotten to keep the core body drawn in, no big deal. You start again. And this, sometimes it's just a practice of starting over, of creating and recreating. And always come back here to the rest anytime you need it. On your next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Spread your hands wide into the mat, press into your thumb and first finger knuckle. Draw your belly in to send your hips up and back. So you're creating integration in your body. Your hands press down and forward. Your hips pull up and back. That's supported by the work of your belly drawing in. And you float your chest towards your hands a little bit so that you don't jam into your shoulders. And your knees can be as bent as you need them to be. Right? In fact, in the beginning of the practice, as I soft knee, will help you get your spine in, which is what you're really working for in all these poses. Right, you're working to get your spine like, back to its just natural extended state. You're feeling around in your upper back or your lower back. You bend your knees a bit, and then you're able to draw your spine in more. Good. Let your chest float a little forward. Right? And then just keep bending your knees. And then press your hips back and up. Alright. Yeah. Good. So two more breaths here. And on your inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. And point and flex and roll your ankle around. Spread your toes out, wiggle them. And bend your knee, open your hip. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you want to keep your foot over here. I won't get you. I'm just going to pull you over here. Nice. Nice. A deep breath in. And then exhale, square up, step forward into a low lunge. Your foot between your hands. Yeah, okay, and your fingertips on the floor for low lunge. Good. Squeeze your back leg tight, draw your belly in. Good. Nice. Good. Deep Ujjayi breath. And set your eyes at a point in front of you on the floor. Keep your neck long. Right. Good. And your face soft. Then you'll bend and straighten your back knee. You're going to exhale, drop your knee down toward the floor. Inhale, straighten your leg. Good. Exhale, bend. Inhale, straighten. One more. Exhale, bend. Inhale, straighten. Then you do the same thing with your front knee. Just straighten as much as you need to, as much as you can, and be good to your hamstring here. Exhale, bend deep into the lunge. Inhale, straighten. And exhale, drop. 
One more time, inhale, straighten. And exhale, drop back to your lunge. Pull your heart forward, plant your hands. Your heart's not in your chin or your eyebrows. Right, so you're looking at the floor somewhere out in front of you. Yeah, good. Keep your neck long. Look forward on the floor. Step back, low push-up. As you step back, rock forward. Upward dog, breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe out. Good. Take your left leg up, inhale. And point and flex and roll your ankle around. I almost can't reach. That's good. And bend your knee, open your hip. Good. Good. Pull your right sitting bone in towards center. Stack your left hip on top of your right. Good. Two. And, two. and on your exhale, square up. Shift forward. Step big. Low lunge. Pause. Fingertips on the floor. Set your gaze somewhere out in front of you on the floor. Be good to your neck. So if you're seeing the front wall, drop your chin a little bit. Right. If you feel any lines on the back of your neck, that's your key to lengthen. That's good. Right. Bend and straighten your back knee. Exhale down, inhale straight. Three, two, good breath. And then you do the same with your front leg. Straighten just to whatever degree your body will open here. And exhale, you drop back into the lunge. Good. Come back to your low lunge. Set your hands. You don't need to look up. And drop your eyebrows and your chin. Look slightly out on the floor. Right? There's a point out in front of you on the floor. It keeps your neck in alignment. Keeps you moving forward. You step your foot back. Draw your heart forward as you lower. Low push up. Breathe in upward facing dog. Good. And breathe out downward facing dog. Good. All right. Inhale your forward to a high plank. Exhale, walk forward your toes lower halfway down. Inhale, upward facing dog. Pause here. Lift your heart instead of your chin. So make your neck long again. Press the crown of your head up. Take your heart up and back. If that means you end up looking up, great. Right? But if you're throwing your head back to get there, consider that you're just creating a pain in the neck. One more breath and heart up. And then exhale, downward facing dog. Good work. Good. A deep breath in. You're going to empty it out and look forward, walk forward, take ragdoll. Have your feet about hip distance, wrap your arms around one another, and let your body sway side to side from your hips. So you'll just a little release there and just be gentle and slow. Right? So slower and bigger your movement, the more likely you are to open up and release. The shorter and faster your movement, the more bounce-like, the more you are likely to tighten yourself up. Right? So move slow, move steady with breath. Good. Nice. And then come back to center. You're going to take your fingertips to the floor. 
And when you're doing your fingertips, you're going to roll your shoulders out. So, yeah, kind of flash dance style. Yeah. One at a time, both together. Don't worry, everybody's doing it. Everybody looks weird. But everyone in the room looks weird. It cancels the weird out. But don't do this in the middle of the grocery store. That'd be weird. I mean, or do it in the middle of the grocery store. Why not? It probably wouldn't be the weirdest thing that happened at Trader Joe's. Let's get real. Excellent way to embarrass your children. Release your hands. Bring them to your low back. You can clasp your palms together. Slide your hands down your spine until your hands are about between your shoulder blades. Maybe they get that far, maybe they don't. Just squeeze your elbows together like you're creating wings on your back. Speaking of family fun day. So your hands are still touching your spine. And you've just bent your elbows enough to bring them as far up your spine as you can. And the idea here is to squeeze your elbows together like you have like a, a ball or something you're trying to hold between your elbows. Right? And you can put your shoulder blades squeezed together on your back. Like you were holding a pencil between your shoulder blades. Keep that action. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Then fire up your triceps to straighten your arms. Right? But if your shoulder blades roll back away from one another, pause, squeeze them back together. You don't need to get all the way straight, but you do want to keep your shoulders pulling onto your back. Away from your chest. In nice deep breath in. And exhale, release your hands and bring your feet together. On your inhale, reach the standing mountain pose, arms overhead. And then exhale, bring hands to heart center and pause. And close your eyes or set your eyes to your fingertips. And you have a moment to just be here. And this space is clear. You feel your body, you create with your body. And the experience that you're having. And that's what this is, the creation of your body, your breath. You get to decide what you're creating with those. There's poses, great. But what are the poses creating for you? What are you creating with your poses? What are you creating with each breath? What are you creating with each thought? It's hour to get intentional. Nothing can stop you from creating what you are here to practice. So we just get clear about what that is, what we're bringing to the mat, what we're letting go of. And we join our practices as we join our voices in the sound of Om. And deep breath in. Down, look up and reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, muscle to bone. Exhale, bow forward, hands through your heart, soft knees. Let your chest drop to your thighs. Good. Inhale, halfway lift, press your heart forward, maybe soft knees. Exhale, low push, keep pulling your heart forward, look forward on the floor. Upward facing dog, breathe in, lift your heart, be good to your neck. You don't have to roll your eyes. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. And look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. 
Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And exhale, fold down, squeeze your body in. Good. Inhale, reach up to stand. Press your feet down to lift. Exhale, bow forward, hands through your heart. Right. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Press your heart forward, draw your spine in. Exhale, low push up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out, downward facing dog. And look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift, heart forward. And exhale, squeeze back down. Two more rounds, meditation in motion. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, low push up. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. And look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Inhale, halfway lift. Good. And exhale, fold forward. Good. One more. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, low push up. Breathe in, upward dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Getting deep breath in. And you get emptied out all the way. And look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, full squeeze down and in. On your inhale, ukatasana, set your hips back. And exhale, bow forward, chest to your thighs. Moving through it. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Exhale, low push, chaturanga. Tighten up your body, upward facing dog. Pull your heart up, be good to your neck. And downward facing dog, breathe out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Lift up and go back from your chest. And then hands to your mat, low push up. Good work. Walk a little forward, upward doggy, breathe in. And downward facing doggy, breathe out. Left foot forward, step big, reach up, warrior one. Tighten up your back leg. And then hands to your mat, low push up, stay tight. Both legs tight. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog, all the way. Take a breath in. And empty it. And look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. And exhale, fold down, doing great. Inhale, ukatasana, chair pose. Nice. Exhale, bow forward, chest to your thighs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands and feet down. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Hands to your mat, low push up, breathe out. Look forward of your mat. Breathe in, upward facing dog, heart up. Breathe out, downward facing dog, good. Left foot forward, breathe in to reach up. Squeeze your back leg. There it is. And hands to your mat. Breathe out. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Deep breath in. And empty it. And look forward, walk or hop, top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift. 
and exhale, fold, squeeze in. This time, inhale, Utkatasana, and stay. Breathe in. Exhale to sit deeper. And inhale, you lift your heart higher. Every exhale, you drop your hips down. Every inhale, you work your shoulders back over your hips more, so you open up more, right? Get lower on each exhale, get more open on each inhale. Udana Bandha, belly in, that's what's going to help that. Right? Let's make it possible. Right? Right, yes, good. You are allowed to be pissed off about this, but you don't have to be. Right? That's the secret of it. Right? Inhale, heart up. Mm, and exhale, bow forward. Mm-hmm. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Exhale, low push up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one, and stay. Press into the outer edge of your back foot. And squeeze your back leg. You're going to pull your right hip back, your left hip forward. You might need to lengthen your stance to do that. You might need to widen your stance. You want to be at least heel to heel. You could be wider if that helps you to square up. Right? Draw your belly in to lift the front room of your pelvis into your body. Right? And take your chest up, heart up, sternum up, hips down. Go up and back from your heart. And then open up all your two. Bring your feet onto one track, your front heel in line with your back arch. You can draw your belly in, squeeze your shoulders to your back. Set your eyes at your middle fingernail up front, and you're focused at center, right? The purpose of setting your eyes there is to get your eyes on the center line of your pose. Because there's a lot of energy in different directions here. Your back foot pressing down into the floor, back leg zipping up. And your front knee moves forward over your second toe. Belly in, your shoulder blades to your back, the crown of your head toward the ceiling. On your inhale, reverse warrior. Right. The only thing that changes is that you're taking a side body bend. So keep moving your front knee forward. Keep squeezing your back leg. Squeeze both shoulder blades to your back. Right. And you can work the side body without raising your eyebrows. Did you know? And one more breath in. Exhale, side angle pose. Form to your front thigh. And you can take your upper arm straight up. You can reach for the front wall. You can wrap your arm behind your back or take a bind. And your arms can join the circus for whatever. If you are taking the bind, make sure you bring yourself back onto your center line. So you lean back into your shoulder blades. One more breath in. Roll your bottom lung toward the ceiling. Exhale, look to your mat. Hide a low plank. Breathe out. You could also press back to downward dog. That's totally cool here. Upward dog, you breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. Bend your knee, open your hip, and flip your dog over. Good. And you can flip it to wheel. You cannot flip it all. It's perfect. Right. Press into your feet. Lift your tailbone up and in. Right. One more breath in. Exhale, come back to center. High plank. Tighten everything up. Feet together. Ground your right palm. Open up to the left side plank. Stack your feet. Big toe to big toe. Heels slightly apart. Good. Good. Udhyanabandha, draw your belly in, squeeze your shoulder blades to your back. Press your hips toward the door wall, the side wall, good. In toward the center of your mat. Nice. One more breath in. Look to your mat, hide a low plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. 
Yes. Good. So your back heel stays lifted. You work your back foot to vertical if you can. You might bend your back knee to get your pelvis level, right? And you have your arms overhead or you could cactus your arms. You're going to lift your chest away from your hips, drop your pelvis down toward the mat, lift your heart up, go back, right? Keep breathing. Right? Make sure you're going back from your chest lifting up, not so much from your arms, right? It's not happening at your shoulder joint, it's happening in your spine. One more breath in, heart up. Exhale, hands to your heart and twist. Take your left elbow over your right thigh. Squeeze your back leg tight. Press your back heel back. Launch your heart forward and up. Good. On your inhale, open your arms. That's an option if your shoulder hurts when you do that. You don't need to. And press into your right foot and step your left foot up, twisting chair. Step your left foot to meet your right. Make it simple. Step your left foot to meet your right. Don't think. Do yourself a favor and don't think. Okay. okay. Drop your hips low. On your inhale, Ukutasana, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Exhale, low push-up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. And press into the outer edge of your back foot. Zip up your back leg. Pull your left hip back. And right hip forward. So you square your hips, bring your foot out to about right there. Good. 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 Squeeze your back leg straight. Drop your hips lower. Send your front knee forward, then heart up and back without rolling your eyes and then open up warrior two okay. I mean if you want to roll your eyes because you're disgusted that's totally cool they just don't create a better back bend <laughs> good send your front knee forward in line with your second toe squeeze your back leg straight and you have your eyes set at your middle fingernail up front. That's going to keep you focused in. Right? And you just radiate your awareness from the soles of your feet up your legs. What's going on there? Your back leg straight, his front knee bent as much as you can. Right? Belly in, shoulders to your back. There's so much to put your mind to. It doesn't have time to think negative thoughts. Right? If you have time to think negative thoughts, you're not breathing. Right? So you fill your body with breath. Whatever frustration, like, and just there's no room for it. From palm to the sky, reverse warrior. Just bring this. There you go. And you take deep breath in, right? And there's a part of this pose that's like opening up and feeling good. Your rib cage, like your lungs, right? And focus your awareness there. Right? You can totally focus on how much your leg is burning, right? Or you can focus on like, what you're trying to do. To open up, good. Squeeze the shoulder blades to your back too. Right, maybe let your hand come to the back of your thigh instead. Yeah, there you go. And then side angle, pose forearm to your front thigh. You might take a bind or a half bind. You reach overhead. Right, yeah. Good. Good. You squeeze your back leg straight. Press into the outer edge of your foot like you're pressing it up against the back wall. Mm -hmm. That'll keep you anchored. Then pull your tailbone in toward the center of your mat. Roll your bottom lung toward the ceiling. And look to the floor, high to low plank. 
Go to work. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, lift your thighs. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your left leg up, three-legged dog. And bend your knee and flip over. Yes. Good. Yeah, wheel, no flip, it's all the same. Right. The idea is to open your body. Right. Be a little creative. Right. Not so much like seriousness. Right. And you're inside out and upside down. Right. Come back to center. High plank. Put your left hand down, open up to the right for side plank. You bring your big toes to touch and you float your top heel. Right? So your toes touch, your heels apart. That is hard, but you can do it. It takes focus, right? And it takes integration. Squeeze your legs, pull your tailbone in, pull your belly in. Put your top hand up over your shoulder. Yes, breath in. And look to your mat, high to low plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Mm -hmm. Home stretch, you got this. Right. Press your front foot down, your back foot, you work toward vertical. So for a lot of you, your heels behind the ball of your foot. That means you just wiggle your back foot back, make your stance longer. Right? No, it doesn't make it easier. As you drop your tailbone, keep your pelvis low. It's the anchor here. Good. Soften your shoulders. Yeah, you might let your hands go just to get this relaxed there. Nice. And lift your chest. Go up and back. Drop your tailbone. Drop your pelvis. Good. Good. One more deep breath in. You go up and back. And then hands to your heart. You twist. Very nice. Then you squeeze your back leg straight. Pull your belly in. Right? Ring out. Yeah. There was a weekend just like 24 hours ago. Uh huh. Good. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> now open your arms. It's optional. Press into your front foot. Step your right foot up to meet your left. Go. Yes, don't think. Go. Yes. Right? It's just better when you don't think. You have great moments in your life where you're thinking, like, wow, this is so great. I'm thinking so much. Inhale, reach up, Ukatasana. <laughs> and exhale, bow forward. Good. Toe heel your feet apart. Catch your big toes with your peace fingers. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And exhale, fold down. Yeah, make sure your feet are hip width. That's about two fists between your big toes, but you could go wider. Especially if your low back feels like it could use some space. Nice. Okay, then you release your feet. Slide your hands underneath, toes to your wrist crease. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And exhale, fold down, squeeze in a little deeper. And you can massage your hands out here if you want to rock your weight back and forth across your palms, wiggle your toes and your wrist crease, and give a little, yeah. All right, then you'll release your hands and crouch down for crow. And plant your hands, bend your elbows out to the sides, look forward, pick up your heels toward your bum. By squeezing your knees onto your arms, 
And we look for the squeeze in so you can drop the tailbone down, you round your back, you look forward, and you jump back, low push up, go. Yeah. Upper dog, breathe in. Downward dog, breathe out. Deep breath in. And empty it. On your inhale, take your right leg up, three-legged dog. Exhale, shift forward, bring your knee to your nose. Yeah, all the way in. Inhale, reach back. And then again, shift forward, bring your knee to your nose. And inhale, reach back. One more time, shift forward, knee to nose. Hover, press the floor away. And reach back. And step your foot halfway up your mat. And then you might grab a block for your right hand. You're going to open up into half moon. Okay. Okay. And the reason for the block, first make sure that your hip is stacked on top of your foot. If you haven't stacked your leg bones, stack your leg. Okay. Then you stack your shoulder over the block. And the idea is to get your chest up in line with your hips. That's why you have a block, right? Because the pose isn't about touching the floor. It's about becoming parallel with the floor in your upper body and in your upper leg. So you're not quite stacked right here. Yeah. Okay. Great. So walk your hand back. Yeah. One more breath in. And exhale, bow forward. Good. And you'll crouch down here for crow or tripod headstand. Good. Yeah, nice work. Play around with it. It's good. Tripod headstands. Make sure your elbows stay over your wrists. Press your palms into the floor. Okay, and you can jump back to Chaturanga from headstand. You can, uh, you can fall back to Chaturanga or you can go to a right angle and then Chaturanga. Good. For doggy breathe. And downward doggy breathe out. Good. Inhale, take your left leg up. Three legged dog. And then exhale, shift forward. Knee to your nose. And inhale, reach back. Good. Make it work with your breath. Exhale, shift forward. You press your breath all the way out. There's a little hover. Then inhale, reach back, take a full breath in. And exhale, shift forward, knee to your nose. Really breathe all the way out. Hover here, then inhale, reach back. And then step halfway up your mat. Now block in your left hand, take your time to set it up. Make sure your hip is right over your ankle. So if you didn't quite step to the right place, it's cool. You're not married to that spot. You can rearrange where you're standing to make sure that your hand is right underneath your shoulder. Your foot is right underneath your hip. And then you're working your chest to be in line with your hips. Your upper body and your back leg parallel to the floor. And then exhale, bow forward. Good. And crash down for crow or tripod headstand. Mm -hmm. Last round. Third time's charm. Right. Here's gorgeous. Play with it. Right. Child's pose always a good idea. Right. Right. Like, 
getting a sense of play, getting a sense of seriousness about your play, right? And a playfulness about your seriousness. Okay, look forward, jump back, walk. I know, right? Happens. And breathe. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Have a deep breath in. And empty. Look forward, walk or hop to the top of your mat. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And exhale, fold down, squeeze your body in. Inhale, reach to stand, mountain pose. And exhale, pull your hands to your heart, you'll pause, you'll breathe, and get back to yourself. Bring your feet together, big toes touching, heels slightly apart, find center. And lift your inner arches up and back. You start to create lift. Lift the front of your thighs. Lift your low belly. You soften your shoulders. Right? You have nothing to carry here. Okay. Except yourself. So you've got foundation. You've got core. You've got ease. Right? Your upper body is at ease. You set your eyes at a point in front of you. Take tree. You're going to root your left foot down. Let your right foot slide up. Maybe it comes to your calf, maybe your inner thigh. You can help it if it doesn't take you off center to help it. Right? Just make sure that you're not trying to pull your hip up above your left hip. The right hip stays in line. Drop your right hip about three inches. Just drop your heel about three inches. Good. Really good. Nice. Nice. Deep breath. Three. And enhance your heart and foot to the floor. Pause, feet together, big toes touching, heels slightly apart. Set your eyes out front. You don't have to see your feet to know they're there, right? <laughs> we think we do. But you can feel your feet and know where you stand. Right? We're still on two feet. Yeah, those of you that are already on the other side, we're still on two feet. You're breathing here. Some must have tea. It's okay. There's nothing to get done. And take a breath in. Empty it out through your mouth. On the other side, grow roots through your right foot. Bring your left foot up. Inner calf, inner thigh, it's all good. Keep your pelvis level. Right? When your left hip lifts above your right, you get off center in your spine. And what we're looking for here is a centering, right? a drawing. Like inward toward center. And eventually over time your leg get your foot gets higher and higher because flexibility develops. You do that by pressing your left hip forward and drawing your left knee back. Well that changes things, right? That's where the flexibility happens in this pose, not by putting your heel all up in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a deep breath and heart up. Really nice. And then exhale, hands to your heart and foot to your mat. Good. Yeah. Press your feet down, look up, reach up, mountain pose. Feel your feet as you reach up. Exhale, bow forward, hands through, heart center. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Exhale, low push up, chaturanga. Tighten up, open. Upward dog, breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. 
Again, you get focused in, create this post, then open up warrior two, right? You're an intentionality in creating this post. Inhale, reverse warrior. You're only here for a breath, but you still get into it. And then straighten your front knee, take triangle. Press into your front foot. Okay. Zip up both legs. Press into the outer edge of your back foot. Right? Now you're pressing up against the wall. Okay. And you can work with a block. Right? Now give you some more space to open up. Right. So again, it's not about touching the floor. That's great if you can touch the floor, and that's usually a show of your, your skeleton and how you put together, how far apart your feet are, etc. But can you lift your chest up, your sternum forward? Can you create length in your spine? Can you spread out through your arms? And pull your right hip crease back underneath you. Good. Okay, take deep breath for two. Okay, bring your chin in just a bit. There you go. And then on your next inhale, soften your front knee. Come up to stand. You can turn to the front wall for a twisting triangle. So you might step your back foot up. You'll lift your left arm. And then rotate. Your left hand comes down to the inside. Maybe the outside of your front leg. That's usually a sign of like, your arm being long. Like, you have long arms. That might work real well. But the thing that you want to do in this pose more than anything else is press your hips back both sitting bones so your right one too like your right hip smart it's trying to go right pull it back towards center and squeeze it in right? and then keep your spine moving down the center of your mat like so that your chest is just center at the front of your mat and then stack your right shoulder on top of your left good deep breath in exhale twist more and inhale spiral up and around toward the door for straddle to the side edge of your mat Turn all 10 toes toward the side edge of your mat. Squeeze your thighs, lift up and bow forward. And take your hands to the mat between your feet. Drop your head to the mat between your feet. You know, if you want. If your head gets all the way to the mat between your feet, then you have options. Try headstand, or you just keep walking your feet together until your feet wrap around your head. Right. And not even then do you get a gold star from here. I have not given a gold star in five years. We also haven't gotten any points taken off in five years. So just like, so it's a practice of what you need right now, right? It's not a practice of what is your neighbor doing right now, right? Say fully engaged. Like, do you need to go a little deeper? Or do you need to ease up a little bit? Can you drop your head more? Can you bring your weight forward and your feet more? Can you be more engaged in your breath? When you notice yourself drifting off somewhere, looking around, wondering if you're doing it right, that's a sign to get back in your body. And you're in your body, you know you're doing it right. There's nothing else to do. Otherwise, yoga keeps us sane. Like, there's nothing else but right here. And right here is happy and healthy and good. Ooh, right here is happy and healthy and good. Okay, press down into your feet. You're going to draw your heart forward. Belly in, legs firm, come up to standing. You're going to turn to the front wall for pyramid. You'll turn your front toe straight ahead. Your back foot might step up. It'll definitely turn in so that you're square with the front edge of your mat. Lift up. You'll bow forward. Fingertips to either side of your foot. You can start to walk your hands toward the back of your mat. 
You can lace your hands behind you. Oh, take deep breath. Comb through the back of your leg, your hip. Let your head drop. Good. Really nice. Soften your front knee on your inhale. Take standing split. Pick up your back leg. And if it's like, yeah, if it's a lot, you can always like modify with like a little lunge. Be good to your hamstrings. Be good enough to open them. Good enough to not overdo it. One more breath in. And then exhale, step back to a little lunge. Good. Keep your back knee lifted. You'll come down to your forearms inside your front foot. So you might need to move your front foot out to the right a little bit. Make sure that your ankle stays right underneath your knee. Good. And you can always put your back knee down if you need to. That's, that's always there. If you can keep your back leg up and tight, do that. Right. More of a toning work there. Not a toning. Toning. But if you want to atone for something, this is a good pose to do it in. Uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like all hip flexors are atoning for something. Uh, hip flexor work is, is like half of us, that's our like worst nightmare. Half of us is hamstrings, right? The other half of us is both. <laughs> and that kind of math is what gets you to be a yoga teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Good, you're gonna put your back knee down <laughs> and then shift back to half monkey. Good, yeah. What is that thing? There are, there are three types of people in the world those who are good at math and those who aren't. <laughs> Spellers of the world untie. <laughs> That's good. Anybody else have a good pen for us? Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. One more breath here. I'm going to shift forward to a low lunge on your knee. Okay. And shift your hips forward so that your weight comes out of your kneecap. Okay. And then take your right hand to your right thigh. Twist, look over your right shoulder, bend your back knee. If you can see your foot right there in the center, reach back with your hand. Catch your foot and you bring your heel in toward your bum. Right. You keep dropping your hips down and you keep drawing your heel toward your bum. And you just found out if you're a hip flexor person. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm watching. When I do this, I actually cry. But yeah, keep bringing your heel towards your bum. Oh, did you forget to hug your heel in towards your bum <laughs> for a couple of breaths there? Yeah. All right, then kick your foot into your hand. Let your f leg draw your shoulder more open. So kick your foot in your hand. Let your arm straighten. It's like dancer pose. All right, yeah, go ahead and let your arm straighten. And you're using your back leg to help you twist more. 
And if you're not catching your foot, no big deal. It's not necessary. You live a long and productive life without catching your back foot. Right, good. Nice. One more breath in. And then exhale, come back to center and step back to low push-up or downward facing dog. You choose. Or just like face on your mat and pray that it's over. <laughs> and downward facing dog, breathe out. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. All the way into it. Yes. Yeah. We do have to start over. <laughs> Inhale, reverse warrior. Good. And then straighten your front knee to keep triangle. Do you know how weird you would feel if you went home after just one side of this? Like, you know, but <laughs> this is why we love you, Christina. Please never leave our front row. <laughs> Good. Squeeze your legs, muscles of bone. Pull your tailbone in towards center. Okay. And you squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back, right? And lean back into them. Right? Make sure your upper arm is aligned right over your shoulder. Good. It's kind of going to want to fall behind you to help you open. But it's a false opening there because it's the tendons and ligaments in your shoulder that are getting a lot of the work. And you move your whole chest back and you open up your whole body. Good. Breath in and empty. You'll soften your front knee and on your inhale come up to standing. Turn toward the front wall for twisting triangle. So you step your back foot up. You square your hips and shoulders. And lift your right arm and twist. Yeah, so your right arm comes down into the inside of your left foot, outside of your left foot. And pull your left hip in toward center. Make sure your chest, your spine goes straight down the center of your mat. And press your sitting bones back. Pull your heart forward. Yes, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's not super fun. Right. So they don't have the revolved triangle right at six flags. I mean, <laughs> must be this tall. On your next inhale, come up and around for straddle toward the orange wall. Good. And this time you'll see a straddle split, right? It doesn't have to be all the way into the split. You'll walk your feet as wide apart as they go. Then hinge, hands to the floor like you were doing a plank. Right. Maybe your forearms to the floor like you were doing a plank. Right. And if you want to take a straddle fold again, that's totally cool. But if you're taking the split, you keep your body in that plank-like position with your core body engaged and your gaze a little forward so that you have stability as you walk your legs out into a very unstable place. Right? The shadow split is where your lower body is going to release. So your upper body needs to be there to sustain a balance. Right. Just in case you had to get up quickly. Right. If all your weight's dumping down into your ankles, it's not going to work out well for them. But if you have some of your weight in your hands, your forearms, your core body, it's much easier to get up. Oh no, I didn't say get up. Take one more breath here. 
and then on your inhale you'll start walking your feet back together into just a really moderate straddle one that you can stand up and be balanced then you turn to the front wall and take pyramid set your back foot up as much as you need to to square your hips and shoulders good you're gonna lift up and bow over your front leg Good, and just you're here to breathe, right? And just get in the way of your breath, you just don't need it. Not right now. And it's one of the ways that like, coming to yoga practice makes us a more peaceful human being, right? Is learning to breathe through the rough spots, the place where we'd rather complain and be frustrated, be mad at the teacher, hate yoga. Because right? it's easy to be peaceful in Shavasana, right? Just like it's easy to be peaceful when life is going your way. There's poses like this, poses where we get a little frustrated, a little uptight. But practicing peace comes into play. Practicing breath. Right. Stepping out of the headspace that something is wrong. Right. If something's wrong in your body, you'll know right away. And you'll modify, shift, do whatever you need. And notice when like the little monkey upstairs is making something wrong. Can you just breathe? You know, soften your front knee. Lift up into standing split. Your back leg lifts. You tighten up your front leg then. You squeeze it, muscle to bone. Right? If it needs to have a softness, it can. If you need to come all the way down to a low lunge, you can. Right? Everything here is optional. Right? Right. I started noticing like, when you think you don't have a choice, you have a choice. Right? You have a choice. So not only do you choose to stay in the pose, but you choose how you're going to stay in the pose. How are you going to show up for yourself? Deep breath in. And then exhale, step back to your low lunge. Way back. Good. Good sweaty mat sounds. Bring your hands down to the inside of your foot, down to your forearms. Keep your back leg tight and lift it if you can. Right. If you need to put your back knee down, that's cool. If you need to just put it down every few breaths or so to reassess, reestablish center, you do that. Right. Modification is not always an all or nothing thing. Right. You can try this for a little while, then if you need to rest, you rest. You can rest for a little while, then if you want to come back, you come back. back knee to the mat, shift back to half monkey. If you step your left foot out to the left, you're going to bring it back in line with your hip to shift. And you pull your toes back toward you. And breathe into your hamstring. Comb it out. Chances are you're meeting plenty of resistance in your leg, so you don't have to create any more. 
Right. Meeting resistance with resistance generally doesn't work. The rock in a hard place. Right. So meet resistance with flow, right? with breath, with ease. And the breath over those tight spots like water moving over rocks in a riverbed, smoothing them out without being deterred on its path. Inhale, you're going to shift forward to a low lunge. You'll take your left hand to your left thigh and rotate, spin. Look over your left shoulder. You'll bend your back knee. Rock your weight forward so you're not on your kneecap but on the front of your thigh. If your foot's there to be caught, catch it and squeeze your heel in toward your sitting bone. Feel right. so more intensity. You give your right glute a squeeze towards your hamstring. Oh, yeah? But you didn't want that? I started the sentence with if you wanted more intensity. If you did it and you didn't want more intensity, <laughs> don't blame me. Okay. Yeah, that's good. The more you firm up the back side of your leg, the more the front side will open. Then the more you'll feel it open. Yeah, huh? But you came here because you didn't want to feel something? your foot into your hand. You start to just ease up on the hand or the hip flexor and you'll get more opening to your shoulder. Right. Yeah. Press your front foot into the mat. Make sure your knee stays over your ankle. Have a breath in. And then exhale, unwind. Plant your hands. Step back to low push-up or step back to downward dog or lie down. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. I'm surprised we haven't had a Shavasana protest yet. That's nice, but in general, I'm sure it's coming. And a deep breath in. And get empty. Again, breath in. And let it go. Okay, pressing your thumb and first finger, knuckle. One more breath in. Belly in. Send your hips up and back. Empty all the way out. Look forward through your hands. Water crawl is seated. Down onto your back. Take bridge. And arm bones by your sides. Press your feet down. Lift your hips up. Good. 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 Press down into the ball of your big toe, the center of your heel, the ball of your baby toe. One more breath in, and then exhale, slowly release down. Good. And we'll go again. On your inhale, come on up for bridge. Make sure your ankles are right underneath your knees. Right. Yeah, your shin bones are vertical. Good. And you lift your tailbone up into your body. Press down the ball of your big toe in the center of each heel. That's it. Good. One more breath in, and then exhale slowly, release down. Good. 
Take your hands beside your ears. Right, press your palms to the mat. Right, whether whether or not you think you can do wheel, just go ahead and do this part. Right, if this part hurts, then you know like wheel is not for you, right? So palms to the mat beside your ears. If it doesn't hurt, then slide to the crown of your head. And if that doesn't hurt, slide all the way up. Go for it. Slide the crown of your head and all the way up, right? Good. And you're breathing here for three. And two. And on your next exhale, you'll slowly come down. Good. So the rule with wheel is that we don't want to push through pain. If you're feeling pain in any part of that lift, which is great, right? We do want to push through excuses and tiredness and the feeling like we can't do it, right? Because usually that's a thought or a feeling that we're having about ourselves, about our capabilities, right? And we just don't know. The thought that you're tired, if you're too tired to do wheel, guess what won't happen? You won't do wheel. If you're too tired, you won't do it, no matter like how much you try. And if you go up into wheel, guess what? You're not too tired for it. Right. On your inhale, come on up. Plant your hands. If that doesn't hurt, slide to the crown of your head. If that doesn't hurt, come all the way up. Right? Or come somewhere between. Right. And even if you stay on the crown of your head, keep pressing your hands down. Right? It's totally cool to stay there like that. Be good to your neck by keeping your weight in your hands. Good. Have a deep breath in. And then exhale slowly down. Tuck your chin. Good. Right? Nice. All right. Last one. It's Greg's birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Greg. Happy birthday to you. And slowly come down. Well done. Happy birthday, Greg. All right, bring your feet together, your knees out to the sides, and rest your hands, one on your heart, one on your belly. You can also hold hands with your neighbor here if you want. I mean, this is, it's like you made it. it. Might be your Thelma Louise moment. I had that happen in class the other day. Yeah, the person beside me grabbed my hand and pulled it up like Thelma Louise. I was like, wow, this was a good class for her. <laughs> deep breath in and empty it out and bring your knees together hug them in onto your chest rock a little side to side Greg how much birthday cake have you had none Julie what's up <laughs> no cake or are you going to have cake after this alright so we're going to do this for, for Greg's birthday cake here we go Bring your knees to right angles. <laughs> say no, say no. And everyone's following Greg and Julie home for the kick. Drop your knees side to side, belly twisting pose. Start out with just some warming up. Keep your shoulder blades on the floor. Let your hips rock side to side. Keep your knees at right angles if you can. Keep your big toes touching heels apart if you can. Point of awareness there. Makes it harder. And 
then come back to center. Have your knees at right angles, hands behind your head. You're just going to pull straight up for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Hold up, extend your right leg out, both elbows to the outside of your left thigh for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Both knees in, right angles, in both knees up for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, left leg out, tighten it, flex your foot, twist for eight, make sure that your extended leg stays straight and tight and your toes straight up towards the ceiling, flexed foot. Three, two, one, right angles with your knees, last set, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, hold up, catch your hamstrings, rock up to boat for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, I'm bad at math, what comes after two? <laughs> Cross your feet, hence your mat. <laughs> Jump back. Like that, what comes after two? Done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Sounds like done. <laughs> <Downward facing. laughs> wow, well, that was. Let's, let's everybody do that. Deep breath in. Most disgusted sigh out. <laughs> well done. On your inhale, take your right leg up. Three legged dog. And right knee to your right wrist for pigeon. Good. Nice. And you squeeze your back leg tightly. Draw your belly in. Soften your upper back so that you can breathe more freely. Make sure that your right hip's grounded on the floor or a block. If you need something you don't have, I'm glad to bring it to you. You just want to allow yourself to get centered and grounded. Let's go like this. Mm -hmm. If you need to hold onto your back, that's perfect. You can do the reclining pigeon through the needle. Three more breaths here. If you can get full inhale, long, slow, deep. 
and then exhale even slower. Press more breath out than you took in. It's always carrying a little bit of air in our lungs, called our reserve volume. And that air gets old and stale, unless you're really breathing deeply. Right. So we're going to work for long, slow breaths, so not like big, forceful exhale, but slow, quiet, peaceful. You get a rhythm that's sustainable, that steadies you, that soothes you. back to downward facing dog take your time and you have a breath and empty and then your left leg up inhale and your left knee to your left wrist for pigeon Different side, different arrangement, right? And you never know what this side's going to need tonight. Every time you come into this pose, like you might need a different arrangement of props, blocks, whatever you need, right? Rather than just kind of like stuffing them into the pose, you're paying attention. What does it feel like? Could it slide forward or back? Right. So your practice doesn't become routine. Right? There's a ritual to the practice. We take out the routine. Right? A ritual is the repeated action with attention and awareness and a sacredness to it. The routine is like we get up, brush our teeth, take a shower, get out the door, don't even remember how we drove to work. And the practice is a ritual to keep our mind engaged in the small things, in that fabric of our life that's happening every day, the small moments that we don't want to miss, that we don't want to think our way through, we want to live them. Same thing with these poses, right? Practice living in the pose, breathing in the pose, instead of thinking in the pose, distracting ourselves in the pose, numbing out in the pose. Right, breathe slow, steady, deep. Find your rhythm. Stay with it. Soothing and gentle, but powerful.
One more full breath here. Empty it out slow all the way. And then you'll slowly make your way back to downward facing dog. And take your time. There's no hurry. You get there, you pause. your hands walk across to seated come over onto your back for hips on a block or shoulder stand as you're here I have today's reading for you from the book of awakening it's called the wisdom of the torn heart A flag goes boneless as it assumes the shape of the wind that snaps it. The lesson of the flag challenges our trust in the fabric of our lives. It asks us not to resist the wind of spirit that comes along. For the vital energies of life come upon us in sudden gusts of experience. And we can only unfold our true selves. We let go of our resistance and realize that our purpose, after all our suffering, is as simple and beautiful as that flag. The great poet Rilke says, I want to unfold. I don't want to stay folded anywhere. Because where I am folded, there I am a lie. Once again, we are invited to live in the open. We're encouraged and challenged to unfold past our fear so that the appearance of life, larger and older than us, might flap us into full living. For sure, this is not easy. All our bad experience and protective upbringing has us ready to resist anything sudden or powerful. Yet even when we trip and fall, we soon learn that it's the arm that stiffens and resists that breaks. That our resistance often only makes things worse. As the Chinese sage Lao Tzu said 2,500 years ago, the hard and stiff will be broken, the soft and supple will prevail. Whoever is stiff and inflexible is a disciple of death. Whoever is soft and yielding is a disciple of life. To stay among the living, we're often asked to summon a courage not to resist. This is different than turning the other cheek or submitting to dominant forces. Rather, it's meeting the world in all its painful variety, with feet spread and arms wide open, neither accepting everything nor rejecting everything but leaning into what is nourishing and letting the rest move on through. In this way, the heart becomes a torn flag that knows no country. And over time, it's the little tears of living in the open that we must give thanks to. For it's the slight rips we suffer that let through the blasts too painful to carry. Perhaps this is wisdom the earned humility of our suffering that doesn't try to hold on to everything. Perhaps it's the wisdom of the torn heart that lets us keep loving.
gently, you'll make your way down onto your back. Hug your knees in. Keep your right knee drawn in, extend your left leg out, you'll twist. And deep breath in. Empty it out. And inhale, come back to center and you'll switch sides. your way back to center, hug your knees in, take any finishing poses you like, and then make your way to Shavasana. Happy birthday, Greg. Happy day, everybody.
as you feel ready to move. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And then gently roll to your right side. And slowly come up to seated. And sit tall in your body, spread out wide through your heart. And bring our hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. And bring the light of our heart to the eye of our mind. But we see one another in our own light and offer our light to one another with the ancient word, Namaste. Namaste, that rock. Thank you guys. Very, very cool. Have a great night. Drink lots of water. Sleep good. Thank you for listening. For more information on our classes and workshops, visit us at 3dogyoga.com.